you guys, guess what? <laughs> You're listening to Ghosted Stories. Oh, my God. I like that intro so much better. That was great. Because do you just not like to say your name? No, I don't mind that part. Um, I mean, the part that throws me is that we'll be, like, talking, having a conversation, like, watching the cats, and you'll be like, and then you just take it a deep breath and you go. I feel and there's like that's never- why I always do the stare at you, though. I always try to do the, like, like the like the sharp, meaningful eye contact. Uh-huh. And then I breathe in. And then I go for it. The breathe in, it like gets me in my gut. And then I'm like, oh, God, we got to go. I don't know. We got to go. We got to (laughs) go. I just gave my cats quiet moment treats to see if they worked because Miranda Hobbs is going to be a little guest star uh, in something we're shooting at the office tomorrow. And so far, neither of them are, are having a quiet moment. You know, maybe it's like when I have NyQuil, there's something in the NyQuil that makes me have muscle spasms. Oh, that's interesting. So maybe that's the same thing for them and this. Or maybe it takes a minute for it to kick in. You know Maybe what? they need to like absorb it. They're little cat bodies though. How long could it take? I know. That's what you think, right? Maybe they're just immune to it. Maybe they're both just that fucking keyed up. <laughs> Listen, guys, it's just me and Aaron. We're just going to talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we definitely sometime want to talk about Cat Person, the viral article that came out right when we had our Hi- little hiatus that I'm obsessed with. But then we forgot to ever think about talking about it. And I have already been drinking a little bit and I feel like I want to be articulate because I have a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. So that's going to come in our second and in, next, in a future, in a future very topical special shit, topical shit episode all about cat person. And mm-hmm. we had, uh, you know, people tweeting at us. Uh, one of our listeners, Rose, emailed us like a think piece on it. So we're definitely going to be talking about that. But today, you know, we're going to have some other listener emails and some fun stuff. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that on the mic, but that's Tanuki not having a quiet moment behind me. <laughs> Aaron, how's marriage going? I'm not how's married preparing yet. preparing to get marriage going? It's like, it is truly horrible. I don't know why anyone ever gets married. I think it's like how I imagine childbirth is. Like once <laughs> you have a child, you like want a, your friends to have children too. So you're like, oh no, it's fine. Like, don't worry about it. It's going to be great. You don't want to even think about it. You don't think about the pain. Right. That's such a lie you do. But I think it's the same for marriage because everyone's like, oh, get married. It'll be great. And nobody's like, oh, but you'll have a knot in your stomach for three months. What's the most stressful? Is it just trying to accommodate other people's opinions? Is it that you're not entirely sure? Is it just so many decisions to make at, at once? So many decisions yeah. to make at once. I'm very lucky in that my friends and family have been pretty much like hands off and I've been very like yeah whatever we're showing up let's have fun also I'm doing it like a little bit non-traditionally where it's we're getting married at a courthouse because I'm from New England and the idea of talking about my feelings in front of people is terrifying sure I mean I do this I guess once a week but that's not the same you're not (laughs) here it's not the same it's not yeah and then so we're getting married at the courthouse and we're doing like a very small dinner with just friends and um family (laughs) friends and close family is what I almost just said and um (laughs) And then like a bigger party, which right. you're coming to, yes. which will be fun, which I'm is just excited. past hors d'oeuvres and booze, which is the best part of any yeah. wedding. So I call that part the muffin top of the wedding because it's like <laughs> the best part that I'm like, because every nobody wants to eat the dinner at the wedding. Really? The dinner oh, really? is fun. I mean, I don't know. I, think I don't fine. know if I necessarily leave a wedding being like, but that dinner, mm. but you know, there's definitely been wedding dinners that I find myself talking about immediately after the dinner yeah. maybe not after the wedding but as soon as you're done you know those dinners you're, you're like remember like, wow, that dinner that was some dinner <laughs> no I don't want to say that then but basically it's like the part that you remember is like the dancing and the 
booze and stuff. Anyway. Right. And the weird and the someone getting too drunk. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I'm here for. But it is just a lot of little decisions that constantly have to be made to come into this like one big thing. And yeah, it's just terrifying because you don't know if you're making the wrong decision. Are you the type of person that has a vision? Like, could could you see it in your mind's eye before? Did you have certain decor that you really wanted or really didn't want? Do you have things that annoy you? Like, I, mean, I, I hate when people do X, Y, Z at their wedding. Well, I don't want to shade anyone who might have had this at their wedding, but well, I think like mason do. jars are a little bit. Sure. I'm, I'm done. It's so basic. And no. I think I just always want like a vibe and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want the vibe to be like cozy and fun and dancing. And also I'm like, I always want um, everyone to stay together. Like, you know, I've been to weddings that are like super fun, but end up at like, you know, an outdoor venue, but they end up being so spread out. And you're right. like, oh, you were over here playing horseshoes. And I was over here doing a keg stand with the mother of the groom. Like, we, you know what I mean? So I like it that it's all just in one room and everyone's contained. Like, right. I like that I'm really forcing people to interact and that's right. what I'm here for. Right. But, um, I mean, it's all going to be fine, but it is just like very stressful and I'm not an organized person and I'm not a big picture person. Like it's very hard for me to know what I need to do next. Like, I think there are people who thrive in this and I'm not one of them. Right. No, I hate event planning. That's yeah. like one of my least favorite things. It's so, but then it's, yeah, I don't have, I don't feel passionately about like, I don't, I I don't also maybe I don't feel like I grew up in a way that all certain like social norms and formalities were drilled into me. Mm -hmm. Like my family was always kind of low key or maybe at times my mom tried to, my personality was always just like, eh, that's a made up thing. You know what I mean? Like, well, this is how you should be. I'm like, that's made up. Um, (laughs) but like, so I don't think I thrived and I don't have the type of family that like thrives necessarily on very like planned and like particulars in events. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, So I kind of, I don't have that. It stresses me out because I feel like, well, I don't know the things and the norms and the how and the, and you know, you could hand me just like a, a, paper plate with cheese on it and I'd be like this is fantastic (laughs) I mean the cheese so I stress out about maybe more so will like I'm imagining in my mind my wedding being stressful just because people will be asking me about things that I didn't even know were a decision do you know what I mean a hundred percent because that happens constantly right yeah I'm like I don't what is that a thing Mm -hmm. I don't care what would people want tell me what people might want like that's my main I'm on the board of the Tourette Association of New York City and somehow it's like the thing I hate most in the world and the only thing I ever end up doing for the organization like I plan like our biggest fundraiser every year this comedy show and even that I mean like it's so just bare bones but even you know someone will bring up like well should there be a program on the table and I'm like Jesus fucking Christ (laughs) I don't know is that a thing what should it say I don't know what do programs say like that will I won't sleep for three days yeah thinking about what the program says i'm like i don't know what would normal what would people think not badly of me to put on the program i don't know people do i mean that's my thing too where i'm like i am only ever deciding between four things maximum right so it's not like anywhere in the world it's like a or b and then that's how i've had to because also we're planning this and we got engaged the day after thanksgiving and we are getting married february 23rd so that's also four months so that's fast yeah, I couldn't do this for a year, though, frankly. Right. It's almost nicer that it's um, quick quick because then you don't have to dwell on it. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I'll be fine. 
That'd be fine. Did you, you were meeting recently with the DJ. Oh, they were so fun. work out? Oh, here's something that's funny. So we met at this like weird dive bar that was actually like really cute. It's like a tapas bar. They were all watching um, Spain play football fun and um in this old man and i got there first and i ordered like a jameson and i was like reading my like little book and stuff and they kept bringing me tapas and i was like i don't want to eat i don't know i think meatballs are a hard thing to eat by yourself frankly as far as foods go and i kept not eating and we kept like pushing him closer and closer to me like these are for you miss (laughs) and i was like no i'm cool i'm cool cool anyway so we met they were great they're a couple. They're really sweet. I think it'll be fun. Was her name Gigi? Which is what I thought you said when you said you're going to meet the DJ. Her name I'm is like, Hillary. Who's Gigi. Oh, I'm okay. like, oh, that's a fun name. Too. Solid name and Mark. And he looked so much like the actor Chris O'Dowd. Oh, really? That I couldn't stop staring at him. And I was like, this guy's gonna think I'm hitting on him because I can't stop staring at him because I'm like, you look so much like Chris O'Dowd, but you have an American accent, and it was freaking me out. Did but you tell him that? No, because uh, who knows? Maybe if we have them on the podcast and we'll be well, like, yeah, well, then who have do you to look like? Exactly. And we'll have no choice but down. to tell us. Um, okay, that's fun. Can I submit my top 10 wedding songs for, to you? I'd love it if you would, okay, because great. I don't know. Also, like that's the thing listen, with music. Listen, they're like, what are you into? What kind of things? And I'm like, uh, music that people will like and not drag me for later. Like whatever. <laughs> I'm like, also, you are very cool. You live in a townhouse in Cobble Hill. Like. Or not Cobble Hill, Crown Heights. Right. So I'm like, you tell me what I should be listening to. Can we play the Cupid Shuffle? What is it? Can we play, uh, what's that other one? We were singing at work today for some reason because someone said back it up, like with the thing we were watching, like back it up. And Uh then my editor was like, two hops this time. Everybody clap your hands. Right, but that's not Cupid Shovel. Cupid Shovel's another another one, but that's no, something. no dancing music. Dun, dun, do it, dun, oh dun, yeah, yeah. You know, no, not even Electric Slide. Not Electric Slide. What if I start it, but to a different song? You can't. I stop won't me. stop. Okay. You're right. You have power over me, Chelsea. <laughs> I can. I will do nothing. I'll just go to the bathroom. Someone comes out the court, just like nets me, like one of those old time. Or when people police, start like, doing like, the like fucking a net and they uh, pull me away. A vaudeville. I mean, we right. would. Ha- we'll have a vaudeville hook now <laughs> we need one it'll be bejeweled i think um no i where i hate when people do the train thing and i'm like oh, yeah i, I hate that i hate train. that i'm not mad at the electric slide even a little bit but the train i, I do you remember we went it. to the gaga concert and they just started doing the electric slide out of nowhere no when was that we went to the gaga concert we were in that weird bar and then we looked oh, over and like bar. 50 people were doing the electric slide i think even at the concert i'm like to which song <laughs> no i remember that at the weird bar the weird bar the secret bar in city field that like yeah. no one realizes is there i guess a lot of people do it was crowded yeah i never knew i never knew either until you told me well you guys this is breathtaking i mean it's content. been riveting so far let's get into your emails also p.s my boyfriend was texting me um asking me if i wanted to see a movie i guess black panther comes out on like friday february 16th but he and some of his friends were gonna go late on thursday february 15th he cares that much about his one of his best friend really wants to see it all right and so his best friend can't go on friday because they're going to a skiing trip and so they're trying to make plans to get tickets for like the late premiere thursday how they do that so he was saying this story is already too long but the point is he's like do you want to go and i'm like i could take it or leave it like if you just want to have a guy's thing like you should do that but keep the day before open wink and he goes what's the day before and i can't tell if he's trolling me or not is it February 14th. Oh. Um, I was like, is okay. that your anniversary? I'm like, I couldn't remember. <laughs> um, okay, you guys. Let's get into it. 
we have a ghosted story from Ashley who submitted it on our SoundCloud site. Which mm-hmm. I can't decide if I like SoundCloud or not because if I want to upload the episode and just like keep it private so it's there and ready and I can pull the trigger on Thursday morning. When I make it public then on Thursday morning, if I've uploaded it like let's say on a Tuesday, it will publish on like your podcast app as if it was on Tuesday. Do you know what I mean? Have you noticed that? No. I mean, what does it matter though? I just don't like it because then if you're like scrolling through your things and you're like, oh, Ghosted Stories is, is new on Thursdays and you're like looking through your thing and if it's like under the umbrella of Monday, you might not realize. Oh. I also don't know if it notifies you if I just make it from private to public. Guys, please tweet at us, email <laughs> us, email us ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Tell us how you feel about the way you receive this podcast and if you ever notice it popping up on different days because it drives me crazy. Also, email us your ghosted stories like mm-hmm. this one that we're about to read. I know we got so much right good now. content when we were in hiatus. Like so I many know. people reached out to us. Maybe that's what we need. We need to take it from you. And then just yep, hold it. Like yep. it. Yep. yep. And then there it is. <laughs> All right. So Ashley via SoundCloud. Thank you for hitting us up via SoundCloud. I'm so glad I noticed it because sometimes I'm an idiot. Um, to your ghosted stories, I'm reaching out to tell you all oh, my story as an act of catharsis. Well, I mean, yep, that's, that's why we're, we're all here. here. I found your podcast a couple of weeks ago as I was searching for stories similar to mine. And I've enjoyed hearing all these crazy dating stories. So here's mine. Six weeks ago, I was ghosted by my boyfriend of 11 months. Stop. Yeah, I know her words Mm -hmm. leading up to the ghosting there were some red flags that i always rationalized as due to stress from at his busy job at a big for a financial firm we always rationalize it because he was always there when i needed him for the big stuff then six weeks ago i left for my grandmother's memorial service in florida while i was there our communication was minimal only a few texts over the course of three days then i sent a miss you text that got no response. Fuck that, that she had to send a miss you text while you were at your grandmother's memorial, memorial service. Yeah, that's bullshit. After almost a year, 24 hours passed. I was scheduled. What the fuck? I would be having an actual breakdown right now. Yeah. I, oh, I would have called him 20 times in a row. There's been times when like I'll text my boyfriend during the day and realize like an hour later he didn't hasn't texted me back yet and happened to notice that like he just popped on messenger but like at the same time he'll text me back and i'll be like why were you in messenger two seconds before you texted me you know so i would be losing my shit at this yeah i'm not on your side anymore that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) that is how crazy i am yeah um uh, i was scheduled to fly home that day so i decided to wait until i landed in houston before reaching out again to see what was going on i called no answer called again no answer and then I freaked out and sent a text asking, do you not want to be together? I mean, oh, I yeah. think that's burn it to rational. the ground. Now. Yeah. yeah. Silence. Then I corrected it saying that I might be overreacting, but I wanted him to be there for me, but he wasn't. And it hurt. I mean, all these yes. things are valid. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. A couple more texts in the morning to get a response. And finally I received a terse. I was busy with work all weekend, went to bed early last night and been running around all day. No, I mean, not acceptable, not even remotely acceptable, defensive, deflecting, projecting <laughs> all the ins. OK, not a great answer, but still an answer. I refocus on work and wait a few hours to check back in. I probe again. No response. Then later I indicate that it's really important that he make time to talk to me. No response. I wait 24 hours. What in the you world? You have the patience of a saint. I would honest to God at this point, I would have been calling him at work and crying. 
Oh, I would have shown up to his boss and been like, <laughs> do you know who you employ? <laughs> I was crazy. Do you realize the type of people? Um, so she waits 24 hours and then says, what in the world is going on? I've been crying all day. No response from him. Another set of texts to his work phone to check if he is receiving my messages. No response. Two days later, a phone call to see where we stand. What in the fuck? He didn't call back. One week later, an email in which I pour out my soul. No response. In this time period, I cancel my flight to meet his family. (gasps) And luckily was refunded the Airbnb I purchased for us in his hometown. Oh, my fucking God. I feel so. I feel like I'm going on this journey. I don't know. This is like making yeah. me really No, I have sweaty palms. This is crazy. I feel like I've been so emotionally lean. This is like torturing me. Finally, after two weeks of no contact, I ask for my house key and garage door back. Um, garage and door key, I imagine. I imagine that's what she means. <laughs> <laughs> Are they do please? Just I'll send you a UPS <laughs> label. You just put it in the mail. <laughs> I have nothing closing my garage right now. Um, okay. Uh, da, 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 and told him he, oh, I asked for my house key and garage door key back and told him he could mail it. There are, were other things of mine in his possession, but I didn't ask for them back as I didn't want to complicate it. Three days later, when I pull into my driveway, there's a FedEx box uh. inside my garage door opener and key. No note. <gasps> At this point, I'm. So this motherfucker has time to go to FedEx? Yeah. You don't have time to text her back. Mail email an her. entire garage door. That takes so long. <laughs> I mean, I can't even believe that FedEx dealt with it. Um, at this point, I'm devastated. I mean, right, more than rightfully so. But now I need to put him in the past. I'm slowly starting to move on and trying to forget someone who has no care for me. Well, one night, four weeks later, as I'm texting a new prospect, he messages me. Can you send back my stuff as well, please? my God, I don't respond, but obviously the answer is no. I never received his house key, so I don't see it as an issue of safety in the same way as mine. Yeah. Five days later, I'm on a date. He sends yes slash no question mark. Again, I don't respond. This is where the story stands now. I'm not sure if there will be other chapters, but I've decided to set my boundaries. I have blocked his phone number and his social media. Yes, girl. Since dealing with this, I've done a lot of research on this type of personality, and I'm quite sure that he has narcissistic personality disorder. Yes. And this type of behavior is known as the final discard. Not sure if you have heard other stories like this, but I thought these types of stories are worth noting. I'm doing better now, but this whole thing has been a real mind fuck. Anyway, thank you for your fun podcast. And if you ever want to hear a lot of insane dating stories, please have me on your show. Cheers, Ashley. 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 I can't. I feel like I'm going to be thinking about this the rest of the night. Over. Wait, did she say like how they met and stuff? No, just that they've been together 11 months, which is I mean, so long. That's unbelievable. And they had planned to go meet his family. I mean, and that's probably part of maybe Why? what triggered it for him. Right. You know what I mean? And then there was also, in a way, I mean, it's it's especially fucked up. But then on the other side of it makes sort of sense since he is obviously like a fucked up person in in either a diagnosable personality disorder way. Like I think the narcissistic personality makes sense, but like she was dealing with this big life event of her grandmother passing. And that seemed to be the beginning of this trigger for him to pull away, you know, because it's like, it's like too real when you have to be there for the person in that way. And you know what I mean? Even in like, also it's not, you know, well, I don't know what her relationship was like with her grandmother. I'm sure she was a lovely woman, but it's like you just need to sort of like text somebody right. and check in periodically. How are you doing? Or answer their text. Or answer their text. Like it's pretty 
minimal what the like the amount of emotional work you need to do right it's like pretty standard for a relationship and right. it's insane I mean obviously she dodged a bullet which she knows right you wouldn't like thank god you weren't married to this guy thank they god you didn't have go kids with this guy right, right, yeah right. like because that right. he would have done this eventually because this is just the kind of person he is right but exactly still goes without saying it's not you Ashley it's obviously, him yeah obviously hope that is understood Wow. And she really gave the college try, though. Yeah. Like, she's a she, very... She was also way more calm than I think most people oh, would have been. Yeah. I would not have been that calm. No, I would have. Like you said, I would have shown up. I would have been calling from... Even before when I was still out of town, I would have been calling. I would have been sending, like, emails. I would have been like, hi, I don't understand what's going on. I would have been losing it. Especially, like you said, depending on what her relationship with her grandmother was, if I was especially you know, in a bad place about it or whatever. I think I just wouldn't have been able, I would have been losing my mind. Yeah. It's insane. It's crazy. I mean, but I'm happy that she's also doing the work of like researching that. I mean, it sounds like she obviously understands this. That can be definitely like therapeutic to kind Mm -hmm. of understand. Uh, Yeah. And it's so interesting. It's hard though. When you go down that path though, too, one of my friends, one of my dear friends, who's like one of my oldest friends from growing up, she um, is a professor of psychology. Ooh, and so every now and then, I know every now and then I'll be like, just theoretically, if a person was doing like X, Y, Z, you know, what kind of personality disorder do they have? And most of the time she says, I mean, I've done this like twice in my life, but she um, she says that more often than not, you know, people want to put these like personality dis- disorder labels on people. And more often than not, it comes down to just low self-esteem. Low yeah. self-esteem can do so many things and can manifest itself in, you know, so many different behaviors and that can look like other maybe like diagnosable sort of, you know, pathologies, but that it just really comes down insecurity, low self-esteem and them dealing with their own shit. So, right. Well, in the ability that one has to self-sabotage as someone who self-sabotages or did, um, you know, you're no match for it. Right. Because you're no match for, like, the voices in somebody's head. Yeah. Like, not to say that he's a schizo. No, yeah. But it, it like, so I think your whenever own you, Your own doubts inside your head and your own, yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I think, like, the thing that she did was good, but she approached it all rationally, which neither of us would have. Yes, but, for sure. But, you know what I mean? And, like, she always, she acted completely always in a respectful way. Right. Except for the end, which is a tiny bit of spite, which I'm here for. And oh, I enjoy. 100%. No. Yeah. I, and I would I never mean, say no like the perfect amount yeah and like she said justifiable in the way that she's like please give me back the access to my home true yes and i can keep your fucking whatever sweatpants whatever dumb shit that you can just buy again Mm -hmm. that you won't actually miss that he probably really just wanted back out of spite like does Mm -hmm. anyone but i understand that also though too because when my boyfriend and i broke up i was obsessed with the idea of like getting my shoes back right yeah like sneaker there was like a pair of sneakers that i had to pair because i had just bought a pair of running shoes to keep at his apartment i like hadn't even worn them yet and i had the exact same pair at my apartment also at this point i had stopped running like also, i i stopped working out like a year and a half ago yeah emil demarcos <laughs> over here just has shoes everywhere she goes <laughs> it was like on my like uh spurt of i'm gonna start working out again like i used to if i have shoes at your house maybe that'll inspire me mm-hmm. you know and like toiletries like travel toiletries that i get and it's but it was just the idea it just felt like closing a loop for me you know what i mean and it was less that i that i bless you that i needed or cared about the things but it was more of just feeling like I was 
you know what I mean? So I understand the psychology of that. It's like, even if you don't want the things, you just kind of feel like, I don't know. It was like, I think an OCD thing for me. I just was like, I can't, I want, I want to be disconnected. You know, I don't want to feel like there's things in my life or your whatever, but you know, whatever you still have of his, just set it on fire. Um, Uh, don't, but also, or don't, you didn't hear it, hear it from us. If you yeah. Do it. No, but I wanted to finish it by sort of saying like she, you know, I think that in these times it's hard, but I think if you, she always treated him the way that she would have wanted to be treated. And so right. then if he doesn't respond to that, that's how, you know, it's a hundred percent him. Right. And it has nothing to do with you. Right. You know? So it's like, that's all you can really do. If right. people want to be assholes, people are going to be assholes. You got to right. find somebody who's not an asshole. It's true. Miranda Hobbs seems to be having a little bit of a quiet moment now. She just yawned. I don't know, though. I feel like that just would have happened. I still am not convinced it was the treats. All right, let's do another one. This is one that uh, I'm very excited about. Oh, yeah. Because I live for the seances, which is is a (laughs) bit of one. I mean, she's not here in person, but um, this email is from a gal who, well, let's just just get into it. She sets it up pretty well. Yeah. I won't, I won't say, I'm going to make up a fake name for you two just since you're connected and let's like protect people. Let's call you uh, Miranda. Will that be confusing? Maybe. Let's call her Samantha. Okay, Samantha. Perfect. Hi, Chelsea and Aaron. First off, I want to applaud you guys for this podcast. It's brilliant and hilarious. Thank you for this content. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy you read that very important part of it. Um, uh, I said she said it up very well. (laughs) My friends and I share ghosting and dating war stories all the time and podcasts like yours remind me that we all go through this shit, especially dating in a clusterfuck like New York City. You're goddamn right. I want to share the parentheses, full disclosure, really long story about how I found your podcast because as fate would have it one of the episodes ended up giving me closure in a way that I did not expect I would ever get I'm getting chills (laughs) I was sharing some war stories with a friend of mine when I recounted my ghost story and she mentioned that I should listen to a podcast she had found called ghosted stories I laughed and said yeah I could probably be on that show I looked it up the next morning listened to the latest episode and really liked it. So I subscribed as I scrolled through the previous episodes. I nearly spat my coffee out and (laughs) shat myself when I saw the guest in episode two, there he was my ghost (laughs) talking about ghosting two women and his sister. And I thought, Holy shit, this might somehow explain what happened. What the actual fuck it took me a bit to muster the courage to even listen to it. I mean, I literally hadn't thought of this in a while. And how the fuck is this even real life that I found this? I mean, <laughs> that is insane. Just, this is bizarre. Is it not? Yeah, this is insane. Also, this is, I mean, obviously we're talking about our only two-time guest, Clayton Gumbert, mm-hmm. uh, who has a podcast, is very close to our heart, has a podcast with, with Pat your, Stango, with your fiance. How to Watch Movies. Fiance. Yeah. Um... And yeah, he not only, well, he was on twice because he asked to be on a second time. He just couldn't he get had enough. more information for I it. mean, he, had, he just he had a lot to share. Um, but I just, this is so bananas. I mean. And for someone to recommend it to her, could you, I could not imagine scrolling through a podcast, like episode list that I was listening to and seeing. Someone you knew. Yeah. And then someone talking about, about me. Yeah it's so bizarre i mean it is hilarious that we it never occurred to us that this could happen and, and sincerely didn't and no. that is probably the weirdest part i mean because obviously you guys know our dream is like we wish we could get more people 
to like confront their ghost and of course everyone's like no don't fucking contact the person please i'll tell you the story please don't ever contact them um but like yeah it never did occur to us that someone who is the topic of a story might be listening no but yeah i mean it's so yeah well it is crazy that somebody just also suggested it to her out of nowhere like i wonder how that person found it right hey guys email us ghosted stories podcast at gmail.com tell us how you found it yeah um okay let's keep going so, okay. Eventually, I listened and laughed because the whole thing is kind of outrageous. I'm fairly certain I remember that quote unquote trampoline girl is a pseudonym he chose to refer to me. Mm-hmm. Which, if you guys listen to the second episode Clayton was on, you can hear these stories. Um, no, the first episode. Oh, it was on. the first one? But it was what the second episode the second of the series. His breakup. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that he talked about only breaking up with his sister in episode two. And then either way, uh, listen to both two. episodes and just live your life. Okay. Yeah. Um, I definitely jumped on that damn trampoline a lot. But honestly, who the fuck wouldn't want to jump on a tiny trampoline in a giant Soho loft? I Here mean, you girl. Yep. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Literally no one. Um, no one wouldn't want to. That's my point. But honestly, oh, I already read that part. I'm from New York. So walking into an apartment that size completely baffled me. And that trampoline was absurdly small. It was just too good to yeah. pass up. It is insane. Like Clayton's apartment, what he had it through some strange means that I don't want to say because he it was could like be wrong. house sitting in a way. He was like long term apartment sitting sort of. He yes. was um, was basically what it was. Right. So like, and the, it was a giant artist loft in Soho. It was. And the people just wanted to be like, we. This is like a pied de terre for us. Is that how you pronounce well, I, it? I think we should. I think we should cut this because I think there's like legal stuff oh, on their board that I don't want to have to get back to. The, okay, great. But it is crazy. Yeah, it is. In, like she's not understating how it was a crazy insane place. that apartment they was. Had, he had a comedy show there once. Oh, he had a monthly comedy show. <laughs> so crazy. Okay, she goes on. Anyways, my point is not to put any negative energy into Clayton or to spew out any old drama. I realize he's a friend of yours. I actually think he's a decent person despite his flaws. And I've moved on from the whole thing. Me too. <laughs> we both feel the same. I mean, thinking he's a decent person despite his flaws. Right. He's trying. You yeah. Know? We're all out there trying. We're all out there trying. The truth is that he and I were friends slash coworkers for about three years before things became romantic. He worked and joked. Uh, we worked and joked together and confided in each other on our relationship issues. He was like my work wife. So later on, when things went from super platonic to OMFG, I'm making out with Clayton. <laughs> Ew, I went out on a date with Clayton. Oh my God. I just woke up and met with Clayton. Ah! <laughs> We've all been on that roller coaster. <laughs> I found comfort in believing that even if nothing came out of our fling, I could trust him to not fuck me over. Mm. See, there you go. That we could talk about it if things got weird or if he wanted to see other people. I thought we had established transparency, but boy, was I wrong. <laughs> see, they do that. They always end up, they always got some trick up their sleeve, even if you think they're the normal ones. He dropped me like a piping hot pan fresh out of the oven when you forgot to put on an oven mitt and years went by and I never found out why. Poof, I was ghosted. Geez, I remember thinking that maybe something horrific had happened to him until a friend of mine saw him shortly after he ghosted me while he was shopping at the place he and I met slash worked. I wasn't working there anymore and had to resist the urge to show up there and make a scene like a crazy bitch. You feel me? <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, we do. At that point, despite weeks of having called him, leaving him voicemails and sending several texts like, are you alive? It was clear to me that I was being hardcore ghosted. And dealing with that was one thing, but losing a friend was probably the hardest part. I I get it. It took me way longer than I would like to admit to get over losing my friend. 
I think in the episode he played down what actually happened, perhaps to preserve his narrative that something good came out of it for him. Haha. <laughs> but it was cathartic to hear his side of the story. I always knew in my heart that he had probably met someone and was smitten by some fairy type person, classic Clayton, and just didn't have the courage to deal with it. And you were exactly right. The physical part of our relationship was super brief, but even on a human level, I knew I deserved better than to be ghosted. The initial feeling of, um, I did something to cause this was really overwhelming because it's always the first reaction. Mm -hmm. But I moved on knowing that it really had nothing to do with me as a person and you were right or anything I did in that situation. He was being a coward and it was a pity because I knew him to be a better person than that. I guess my point in bringing all this up is that I'm really grateful that things like ghost stories exist, even if it weren't that my ghost was personally involved. <laughs> Your mission is to bring comfort to people who have been ghosted and it's really working. Aw. I mean, that's been our mission. That's so nice of you to say. Um, through listening to podcasts like yours, I'm reminded that human experience is really complex, that there are always two or three Two or more sides to a story. I commend you guys for having created a space for people to discuss their experiences by talking and laughing about it. We can each help each other heal. Yes. I want to like hold hands with everyone. That's nice. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Let's hold my hand, Aaron. Oh, God. You guys, we're holding hands. <laughs> so thank you for this podcast series. Ghosting is literally the worst and it's hard to find the humor in its absurdity. I think it's great when we can laugh at ourselves and our misfortunes and somewhere in the middle, hopefully find peace in the things that bug us about dating or life or or ourselves and in my case also get an answer as to why you're ghosted <laughs> all the best looking forward to the next podcast alias samantha that was incredible thank I, you so much for reaching out to us and she was and so sharing such a good that writer story. and so well done too that was amazing and you could tell that she's over it too yes like there's good energy behind it where she's like i understand this is absurd well right but she was still so you know sincere and vulnerable and like mm -hmm. just that the crux of ghosting that we all feel like uh i really thought that this especially since they were friends first i think right. we've all been in that scenario you know and sometimes it's the people that you have maybe a little bit of a of a you know prior relationship with that can do that tend to do that the most. Cause that's, you know, if they have a little bit of that in them, we're like, uh, I think I must, might just take the cowardly way out. They, it's even more so tempting to do that to a person that you have more of a connection with, you right. know what I mean? Rather than just like a person you met on Tinder once and we'll never see again. Um, and then the like, what did I do and what could I have done? Which obviously the answer is always nothing. literally nothing. Right. I mean, unless you know, you, I don't know, murdered their head. If you commit a crime in front of them, I would say that it might, that might it be might the have reason. Been you. It mm -hmm. could have been that. But uh, no, I mean, it is the truth where it's like everyone is dealing with their own shit. Yeah. And it rarely has anything to do with you. And people do fucked up things. Right. But also, not like I think that there's also this thing about like, well, he, and not talking about Clayton, but just in a very general sense, like, right. oh, you know, he or she, they're a nice person. They won't do this. It's like, mm. Nice people could do not nice things all the time, right. too. It's like, that's fucked up. Totally. Yeah. Because you don't, and like, you never know what the other person is going through in that specific moment, you know? And you, it's, it's so much about timing. And if you met, there are some things, I think I used to be very like, well, this person, if a person could ever do X, Y, Z, that fucking is how they are, who they are. A person would never do that if... If they weren't, you know what, like, and this means this about them always forever. And it's like, no, if you, 
the, a very, you know, overall wonderfully morally grounded, critically thinking kind person can be going through some shit in their life that they make a bad decision or two into how to project that, you know, in projecting that on other people in their life and like, listen. Clayton did ghost his sister though. So he's got some stuff to work through. Yeah. Well, I mean, and but then <laughs> did we ever get an update on that? I, feel, well, I know an update, but I feel like uncomfortable talking share about it. it because I don't know if it's something that he would Should want. Should he be the only third time guest? <laughs> I mean, we bring him back again. But I, um, I will say not to, I, I won't say the particulars, but that he, his sister did come to visit. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. And they had a great time. It. Oh, that's yeah. so good. We'll see. There you go. Mm-hmm. So it does. So things can happen. Things can happen. Your ghosts can, you, you can hear your ghost in a podcast. I mean, I Anything wish that I was there. I don't know how <laughs> that would have even been possible considering she was waking up in her bed. But had I been there when she saw, can you imagine? I like can't. I could feel it in my heart. And then I can feel like the, you know how like when you get shocked and the coldness just goes from your skull and then right. through your entire body. Right. Like, oh my God. I mean, and wonderful. And truly because who else gets that? Right. Because she got the validation that it had nothing to do with her because what had happened was he had met his like girlfriend of a few years. Right. And so he was so smitten that he was sort of like acting terribly kind of, poorly yeah, and admitted to it. Right. Absolutely. I mean, how could you not? That there was, that was no way to do it. Right. It's amazing. I mean, truly fantastic. I'm so happy that she found this podcast yes. and I'm so happy that she listened to that episode. And I'm so glad that, that you emailed Oh, yeah. So glad that you emailed. That was great. And anyone else, if you hear your ghost in this podcast. Oh, let us know. Please. Please. If if anyone is the the person who ghosted and you hear someone calling you out. Yeah. Please email. We like all the sides to the stories. I just I want to hear all three sides of it. Um, what else should we do? Like one more. Oh, here's just a, like a little nugget. And remember, we'll talk about cat person here in the future. Um, when I'm a little more coherent, <laughs> um, we had, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, Brittany emailed. Okay. Brittany emailed a new dating app update, a little tip for everyone. So if anyone mm-hmm. knows about this, um, she said, Hey ladies, I myself am married and have been with my husband since before the explosion of dating apps. Uh, congratulations. Or I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I say congratulations for me. Pat is sorry about it. <laughs> And he yeah, tells me one. it's hard not to take it personally, but I manage. <laughs> I'm like, you're stuck with me, asshole. I want to pat on again. Oh my god! No, wait. Can I tell you? So we were yeah. watching Black Mirror. This is a bit of a spoiler for a Black Mirror. Oh my god! I I had to. I made Nick stop. I was like, I don't want to watch another episode because I was bawling at the one that ends with the teddy bears are in a box. Huh? Do you remember that one from this new season? Teddy bears in a box? It's like the new one for the new season. It's all in black and white. No, I didn't see that one. Oh, God. Well, we wa- I watch one at a time because I feel like they're like movies. And so I'm for like, sure. I'm just going to watch this and then I need to think about it. And then I come back and I watch another one. Okay. I don't know how someone could binge on Black Mirror. I feel like I would feel so fucked up. I th- it really started to wear on my psyche. And I was like, no mas. Oh, yeah. We're number four. Okay. That's it. And then, but anyway, it's about online dating. I'm sorry dating. I spoiled that one for you. It's really not pertinent mm. to the story. It's like a little nugget at the end. Uh, I'll forget that. Okay, time. perfect. Um, it's about online dating. And he's like, this is like an allegory for online dating. Oh, I watched like, that one. Yeah. How you online date and then finally you just like pick whatever's left. 
me sitting over here thinking, oh, I'm going to marry the love of my life. And I'm like, oh, so I was the one who was left, you dumb fuck. (laughs) And he was like, no, I wasn't even thinking. I forgot we met online. That's not what I meant. Oh, my God. And I was like, no, it's me. You said it. You said it. You said it. No. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, right. Because you guys did meet online, but you just met online before like the real we, explosion we, before like a, tinder it oh was yeah like, okay cupid yeah when it right. was a desktop right. like there was no app right. version of okay cupid at the right. time um so spicy. i found it funny and i've brought it up every night this week <laughs> i'll never let him forget it as you shouldn't i'm gonna get so much stuff from this <laughs> so uh okay so so Brittany goes on to tell us of course i enjoy playing around on my singles friend single friends tinders mm-hmm. i mean who amongst us don't there's no pressure when you aren't looking for yourself but i recently came across an app called wingman basically like tinder except you search for people your friend <gasps> and for your friend and must suggest them to your friend in order for them to possibly match up so of course i convinced one of my single friends to let me be her yes. wingman oh should my be God. a fun experiment who knows maybe there will be less ghosting that way updates to follow so Brittany, <gasps> update us on if you matched your friend with anyone also if anyone else has heard of wingman i'm kind of curious should we download it? i mean a hundred percent we should be doing it right now if anyone knows about wingman also tell us other like interesting dating apps you know of if you want to recommend things for people should i download it it looks like the people on this app are like very sophisticated according to just like the the yeah those are the stock models that they give you i think i mean it's very like people who model for getty pictures are on this app i guess (laughs) um okay what if there was just an app just for stock models Stock model seeking stock model. Yeah, they're like, I just want to be, you know, in just like very everyday situations with people. I just want to be understood. I just want somebody who understands what the life of a stock model is like. And, you know, how often I have to be pretend to just be really interested in this Kiwi or whatever. Or What if you're just like, I'm just looking for my woman laughing at a salad. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Uh, anyway so idea million dollar idea million dollar we're giving them out people for free no one steal it from us you can't we'll prove that it was on here first we could probably never prove that go ahead and do it if you want listen i will never do it we can't stop you um all right should we say let's save the other little thing you have there and the cat person stuff for our next one sounds good right i think it's delightful you guys i mean listen here we are and that's (laughs) i was gonna try to think of some very like moment of zen wrap up i don't know no anything. keep going keep going you know i just we're here and that's all um it's better than being nowhere and um just think about that <laughs> yeah boo i mean yeah. Are we done? all right you guys we'll see you next week boo, boo.